Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Stacy in our Facebook group. Stacy says, My 12-year-old daughter, seemingly out of the blue, won't talk to me or look at me. I don't mean talk like serious topics. I mean talk to me at all about anything unless I ask her a direct question. We've always been close, so I'm feeling very hurt. She acts fine with my husband. Everything I read is how we aren't supposed to take it personally, that it's normal, but I'm finding that impossible, especially when she's joking around with her dad. I keep reading I should just act like everything is fine, but I really want to tell her she's hurting my feelings. What should I do? Stacy, I'm so glad I got this question. Out of Margaret and me, I'm the one with the older kids, so I'm the one who has gone through this probably more times so far. And it's totally hurtful. I totally understand how you feel. It's being made even worse right now, I would suspect, by this pandemic where we're all at home more and we all have fewer outlets to relate with besides our immediate family. Your daughter's job is to distance herself from you. And you say you have been very close with your daughter until now. Okay, so that makes her job at this moment when she's a teenager and she has to separate herself from you. She has to sort of do it even harder, if that makes sense, if you've been very close up to now. So her job is to distance herself from you. And she can't do that right now, except she kind of can because she's icing you in your own house, which stinks. The first bit of good news here is that she's not doing this with your spouse. That's actually good news because it means there's not cause for concern that she's not actually depressed or anxious or going through something. If she can communicate normally with the other person in your house, then that means that this is probably what's going on. I have a couple of things that can work. I think it's okay to talk to your husband about this if you haven't already and to ask him for support in two ways. One is that he can be more of the default parent right now if he's not already. By which I mean, and this was very good advice I got when I was in this situation, if you're the one who's always, did you put your laundry in the hamper? Where's the permission slip? Did you walk the dog? You were supposed to be in bed 10 minutes ago. If you're doing 60, 70, 100% of that work, you need to back off from that and let your spouse be the bad cop right now whenever and wherever possible. You need to take out those situations where your daughter can bristle at you and say, like, see, she's always like this. 
he's going to be the one making sure she has her shoes by the door for a little while. And the other thing he could do is talk to your daughter when you're not around and say, hey, I think mom's kind of bummed. You haven't been spending as much time with her as you used to. Maybe you should make brownies with her or something. I think that's okay for him to say. And if your daughter rolls her eyes and doesn't respond well, then she doesn't. You don't have to be there to deal with that. But it just puts in her head that your feelings are something that are out there and could be taken into consideration. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I also think it might be okay for you to say to her, that really hurts my feelings if she's saying something to you that hurts your feelings. If she's just ignoring you, that's a little bit harder. If she says, like, you know, you don't know anything. What are you talking about? You, you are always like this. Do you notice how well I'm playing the part of that teenager? If you're getting that, and you really, you know, are feeling down by the way this person is actively rejecting you, right? Not just passively rejecting you, but actively rejecting you. I think it's okay to say, you know what? That really hurts my feelings. But only if you can say it like that with that much detachment. You know, that really hurts my feelings. I wish you wouldn't say things like that. Because if you get emotional, well up, cry as you're saying this, and wonder how I know about this. If you do that, they'll push push it away with an eye roll. They can't take that in. So they will push it away. Oh my God, stop. And you will end up feeling even worse. So I think it's okay to speak up for yourself, but do it at a time that you can do it without getting emotional about it. Something else you might want to try. When I was going through this with my oldest, a boy in this case, and he uh, is very, very obsessed with the MBA. And that's what he likes to talk about. And that's kind of all he wanted to talk about when he was in, say, about eighth grade. And so I started to um, read up on the players. I actually had an app on my phone that had like flashcards so I could read the names of who was in the NBA that I should know about. Joel Embiid, players like that. I don't watch the NBA. I don't read the sports pages. I don't listen to sports podcasts. I didn't have any of this in my world. So I got a little bit of it in, in my world so that I could just sort of muse aloud in his presence. Oh my gosh, did you see like Joel Embiid is having a really good run right now? Just something like that. And I would just see this kid's, this kid who was always ignoring me, right? His head would kind of perk up like, how does she know about that? And he'd sort of be like, well, yeah, that's right. How do you know about that? And I said, oh, I read it. And that might be all that happened, but it just, it's a way of showing your love for them in a sort of, you know, off to the side way where they're just going to be, they're going to have to acknowledge that because they just can't believe that you know about the YouTuber they like. Surprise them a little bit. I'm not saying spend a ton of time on that, but it is a way you can spend five minutes a day on that and come up with something that'll just shock them out of ignoring you for that moment and, you know, will make you feel a little bit better. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is that you are the rejected parent right now. And it doesn't matter if it's temporary. It's extremely hurtful. But Janet Lansbury explains, I'll put the link in the, in the show notes for this episode. She explains this very well. Being the rejected parent, she would say, means that your daughter is entirely secure in your love for her. If she wasn't secure in your love for her, she wouldn't do this. It would be too risky for her to push you away. If she kind of needed you and you kind of weren't really around for her and she wasn't sure you'd show up, she would never be able to do this. So that your daughter is doing this means two things above all. The first one is you've done a great job loving your daughter. And the second thing is she knows that and she'll be back. Send us your parenting questions. We might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, hey, everybody. 
everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. Two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact invented. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talk to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross type paint on paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.